0: Wait to hear this one, Lee. All right, let's hear I it. I got to give you a warning because, okay. you know, blood pressure meds and yeah, all. I know. Okay. If you believe that your rights, your human rights, come from anywhere other than government, you are a dangerous radical. If you believe that your human rights came from God, you are an especially ...dangerous extreme, extremists. That is according to MSNBC. No one corrected this lunatic. She is a Politico reporter. And she was explaining there's this new... She thinks this is new. Yeah. She, she looks like she's 20-something, so I guess maybe she thinks it's new. New category of radical. Radical extremists. These radical extremists, she says, they're around Trump and they're very dangerous... And what they believe, she says, this is going to sound crazy. What they believe is that rights don't come from government. They come from God. Crazy radicals. New group. I'll let her explain. The one thing that unites all of them, because there's many different groups orbiting Trump, but the thing that unites them as Christian nationalists, not Christians, by the way, because Christian nationalists is very different, Mm -hmm. is that they believe that our rights as Americans, as all human beings, don't come from any earthly authority. They don't come from Congress. They don't come from the Supreme Court. They come from God. Okay, and this new group of extremists, they're very dangerous. So what happened was he was surrounded by this more extremist element. You're going to hear words like Christian nationalism, like the new apostolic reformation. These are groups that you should get very... Uh, very schooled on because they have a lot of power in Trump's circle and the okay right now on Google as woke and liberal as Google is if you look where did the founders believe our rights came from you ask Google that right now they will tell you quote from God not government or comes simply from being human what is their source this crazy document called the declaration yeah I don't know if you've heard about it. It's
2: apparently this reporter has not been schooled in that.
0: That's shocking. According to the National Constitution Center, the idea that our rights come from God, not government, is a key feature of the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights. It is actually in there. Yes. Yeah. But this, according to her, is a new new category of extremist Christian. Because she said, no, regular Christians, they don't believe this. See, these are these extremes. You mean like the founders, honey? Which well, is like, whoa.
2: I'm sorry if if I, I would challenge you to find any number of Christians who would not say that our rights come from God.
0: Where does she think they come from?
2: Yeah. I mean that's something that um, um, even though Southern Baptists and new Catholics can agree on, Tara <laughs> We may have many other differences but uh, all the denominations will let you know yes our rights come from god they do not come from any piece of paper or any or man
0: and notice how she breaks this up yeah. too if you don't the way she's setting this up if you don't think your rights come from government you are an extremist so yeah. you don't even get off the hook if you're you're like well you know i i'm agnostic so i you know i blah blah right, yeah. no 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 your rights come from government yeah. that is bizarre that means you have no rights
2: well and and using that phrase Christian nationalist, what even is that?
0: I, it's
2: it's it's a it's a made up phrase about a made up threat that um, uh, conservatives are you know uh, spo- supposedly a part of. And this this reporter and, and yeah, I like what you were, were saying there that. They weren't even challenged by this. I mean, I remember when Donald Trump was being interviewed by, um, uh, oh, what is her name, uh, one of the 60 Minutes uh, persons, and they were talking about, um, um, you know, the, the, the election. And she was just, oh, she was all over him. I mean, she was instantaneously, oh, you can't say that. That's not true. That's just simply not true. And he's saying, no, no. oh, it was Leslie Stahl. That's who it was. Oh, yeah. And he says, Leslie, no, no, here, here's this. No, 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 not, not, that's not true. But yet here you have MSNBC um, and, and they have this woman making this ridiculous claim, which has no foundation in truth or in fact or in even any evidence and, and is not immediately challenged. I mean, that's, yeah, I, but it's MSNBC, so
0: it is. why am I not surprised? But it shows you the way that they think and where they're going, that their plan is like, hey, if you don't think your rights come from government, you are an extremist. We need to follow you. We need to watch you. We need to track you. We need to stick our friends from the intelligence yeah. agencies on you. Think about what she's saying here, too. When she says your rights come from government, what to the left is government? It's them. Yeah. It's not even us. They control every single uh, outlet. Now, if you think about it, they control the CDC, the CIA, the FBI. These have all been weaponized against anybody who just wants to be free and wants to be left the heck alone in this country. They won't let you speak. They censor you. Go ahead.
2: I'm just going to say these liberals also control all of the other NGOs and other organizations throughout the Western world that are trying to um, remove uh, the American sovereignty from our nation and, and, you know, restrict our speech and our uh, monetary decisions and everything else. I mean, these people are in control. I mean, look at what's going on in Europe right now, or at least trying to go on. Which thing? Which thing in Europe? Oh, I'm just talking about the, the farmer rebellion. Oh, yeah. The, gonna the get to that. reversal of some of the uh, environmental regulations, the the way that the market is not reacting to the electrification of transportation across the world, the way that uh, these liberals thought that they'd be able to force it on people. There's so many things where, where they're getting kickback. And, and you, know, you, know, I just, you know, as you say, all these liberals are in control of all this stuff. They, they've got their thumb on the scale everywhere we return. But, you know.
0: And that's what when she says your rights come for the government, she means from the Democrat Party. She yeah. means from the left, from the Democrats, because they have an absolute iron fist control over everything from the DOJ to the FBI, to the CIA, to the CDC. She basically what she means is you will have rights if we let you. And if you think you have human rights or God given rights, then you are an extremist. No, extremist.
2: She said extremist. extremist. But, of course, Republicans are the ones that are being divisive and trying to divide this country, even though they go so far, the liberal progressives here, are going so far as to make up uh, certain groups so that they can then uh, further divide the electorate and keep themselves in power because they care nothing about democracy. They care about power. That's it. Period. End of story. It's not human rights. It's not, you know, your self-determination. It's not your liberties and freedoms. It is their power. That is all they are concerned about.
0: Yeah, pretty much. But you know what? The reason they say these outrageous things and we laugh, the more they repeat them, the more Mm -hmm. their sheeple are like, no, rights don't come from God. I don't have any rights except if the Democrats tell me I do. Yeah.
3: put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yeah. Scary stuff. By the way,
0: you brought up um, Europe. And I, for whatever reason, the US media uh by that i mean new york post and yeah, fox news right. has stood not the others has started covering what's going on in europe yeah. i was they were even blacking it out before and it has gotten i mean it is big 10 countries now 10 countries uh farmers are in the streets they're not just mad yeah. they're not just far- forming a party which they are in several of these countries they are in the the streets mm-hmm. and they are I mean they're blocking the road they are doing anything that they can do to get people to notice they're coming after our food yeah. they intend to cut the amount of food in the world dramatically in order to hit some weird climate goal yeah. with no thought whatsoever over what po- who is gonna have to starve for that to happen who's gonna have to go hungry for that to happen, uh, New York Post writes from Dusseldorf to Dublin. Farmers are taking the streets, vo- voicing their discontent and fighting for their very existence. And it talks about how extreme this is um, in Ireland, for example, uh, as part of their new initiative. By the way, the Irish farmers hit the streets about two weeks ago. The government is recommending um, a 10 percent reduction in Ireland's dairy herd. They're going to, uh, which would result in the culling. Of 200,000 cows, the Irish government also recently unveiled a strategy to decrease agriculture emissions bu- across the board by 25%. Just cut it. What we need to eat. They don't care. No. They don't, they don't care. No. They're going to eat. Oh, yeah. You bet they'll eat.
2: And they won't be eating bugs like they want us oh, to. Oh, no,
0: no, no. They'll be eating other things. Yes. Um, an independent uh, member of parliament named Michael Hearley-Ray has called the plan absolute madness. Mm -hmm. And look, Joe Biden has these same rules in the queue. They were in the Inflation Reduction Act. They've already passed or he's done it executively. They're just holding off until after the election. That's what I think you're going to see him after the election. They are going to come for your garden. That's why they need the nitrogen army. That's why they sent 20 billion dollars to the EPA to combat nitrogen. You cannot grow stuff without nitrogen. Good luck doing that. You need fertilizer. And they're going to make sure you're not allowed to use it so you can't feed yourself. Once they get to control over food, they got the control over you. I'll explain what's going on in Europe. It's actually kind of interesting. Coming up next. Okay, so for whatever reason, finally making headlines here in the U.S., tractor protests Farmers from 10 countries join forces to push back against EU um, green tyranny. So this is the same idea what they're doing with food that they're doing with the factories. We're going to, with factories, we're going to make electricity so expensive that no one will manufacture here. We will kill American industry. We will kill American manufacturing and we will push it to other countries like India and China, and they will do it even dirtier, showing that it's really nothing to do with the environment. This is about devastating the middle class, impoverishing America, and breaking the back of this country economically. And that is because the left knows that they cannot thrive in an environment where people can thrive on their own and are not dependent on government, where people are like, nah, I don't want the government handout. I could do so much better myself, just out in the market so what are they doing well from the time of barack obama uh between 2010 and 2019 they shut down more than half of our coal power plants in that time electric bills on average doubled across the country okay so what are you doing every time you go up another 50 cents on that electric bill what are you doing you're pushing the manufacturing out of the country pushing it out pushing it out pushing it out but it's not going anywhere they're not actually getting uh, you know, rid of climate emissions because it's going to India, it's going to Indonesia, it's going to Vietnam, it's going to China, God forbid, because they do it so dirty there. China now builds a new coal fire plant on average every day. The use of coal in the world since this, this started by Obama is at an all-time high, the number f- numbers for 2023, and it's not even close. It's going up by double digits. Why? Because when we shove American manufacturing off, no, I'm sorry. When the Democrats shove American manufacturing offshore, there, I fixed it. All of these other places are like, oh my God, we got to power up these all these plants we got now. What are we gonna do? What's the cheapest thing? Ah, coal. All right, we'll get a we'll, we'll build a coal power, power plant. They can't take it out of the ground fast enough. I actually had that article not too long ago. Um, here, where we're, we're shutting down our coal-fired plants, but we haven't shut down our coal mines, and except for now, the customer base has dramatically shifted. It used to be here in America. Now it's overseas. Why would you send our coal overseas so they can fire up their factories that used to be ours and Americans' lounge uh, in, you know, just, just just languish and desperation? You're watching those small uh, cities and towns it used to be the backbone of America. Well, they don't have jobs now because they went overseas. This is on purpose by the Democrats. They know they're not getting anywhere on climate. They know that they're increasing coal use. They know that they're putting out more pollutant, not less. They're doing the same thing with food. And Breitbart really nails this. What the EU is doing, and this is why 10 countries, the farmers aren't just mad. They're in the streets. The army had to be dispatched to handle handle the ones in Spain. They're blocking intersections. What are they doing? They are putting these Green New Deal things, they actually called the Green Deal in Europe, um, on emissions, on fertilizer that make the cost of farming go up by double digits, up and up and up and up. And the European farmers cannot compete with farmers in other countries that don't have those regulations because it jacks the price of food through the roof. What does that mean? They can't sell it. Why would you do that in the EU and then get this, increase imports from other, other places? They're trying to destroy farms in the EU so they go fallow, so it becomes hopeless, so that the EU doesn't have its own store of food, so that they are dependent on imports, which means dependent on who controls imports and exports, governments. What a communist and authoritarians always do? They always seize the food. They used in the USSR, if you read We the Living, which I think is Ayn Rand's true masterpiece, she lived there, she's telling you what it was like inside that country. People think oh well they 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 controlled the people through the gulags they controlled the people through torture they did they controlled the people through disappearing you they did but they didn't have to do any of that most of the time because if you did not dep- if you did not comply if you were not an enthusiastic member of the party you didn't get a good job and if you didn't get a good job then that you didn't get a good place on the rations line And the government controlled what? Food, clothes, toothpaste, razors, cars, anything. If you didn't have a good place on the ration line, you weren't going to eat. Because guess what? Here's the joke. The food runs out before the ration cards do. So whoever's in the back, they don't get food. But guess what? It's illegal to buy on the black market. They send you the gulag for that. So you would spend all of your free time volunteering at party events, going to Useless meetings that the party held. It was busy, busy, busy activity because if you didn't spend all your free time doing that, you would not have a good enough job to eat. So, people, they put them on a treadmill. In order to get the food, you had to be a high ranking member of the party. You had to be a valued member of the party. It wasn't enough to merely be neutral, not in Soviet Russia. They controlled them through food. And that is what is going on here. The protests have now spread to 10 countries. Germany, Poland, Slovakia, they're meeting at the border crossings. They're shutting the border crossings down now. This is how serious this is. And this is why this is being blocked out by the mainstream media here. They don't want you to know what's coming after the election if the Democrats win. It's going on in Hungary. Representatives of farmers from Poland in Hungary uh, rallied at the Czech-Slovak border. Uh, crossing known as Ho- uh, Horrid uh, where they were blocked by hundreds of tractors. They're doing anything they can to get the world's attention. They are going to starve you. This is the plan they're going to do with food, what they did with electricity. They know damn well climate change isn't real and they don't care. So just talking about this early on, uh, just a few like last segment, um, the Irish emission goals just for Ireland, 25% uh, slashing in agricultural emissions. What does that do? That makes the production of food so prohibitively expensive that Irish farmers just go out of business. The farms go fallow. That is the goal. We need to wake up because this folks, this is going to wallop us. I had to do a podcast this week on this. I actually broke down a couple of reports on the coming Biden regulations of food. They're going to do this here. The farmers are going to be in the streets. I guess they'll stick the FBI on them or something. I don't know. Now, in the Netherlands, where they already are are a couple of years ahead, listen to this. In the Netherlands, another country beholden to EU bureaucrats, the Dutch government's limitations on nitrogen emissions that's the nitrogen army, that's the fertilizer alone may result in the shutdown of approximately 3,000 farms. Do you know what the number two country in the whole world that provides agricultural products to the world is? Netherlands is why they went there first. They're coming for the food, folks. They're coming for the food. Since January of last year, farmers in at least 67 countries, including Brazil, Mexico, Kenya, Nepal, and India, have risen up in protest. They're doing this worldwide. All of their, This is New York Post, by the way, I'm reading from. Although the reasons for the protests vary, they all have one thing in common. Farmers are being targeted by their governments, often to push questionable, environmentally driven agendas. Yes, they are. They're going for the food. They control the food. They control you.
3: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward.
0: By the way, Tyson Foods is not messing around. They just launched an insect protein production plant to supply the global food chain. So you will eat Z bugs. All right. Meantime, um, y'all rocked it here in South Carolina. And Nikki Haley heard you loud and clear. How long have I been telling you? And this, you know, this goes to show I like I don't make this stuff up, okay? I've been telling you for a long time, no, 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 Nikki Haley isn't another liberal Republican. Like Mitt Romney was a liberal Republican and John McCain was a liberal Republican. She's a full on Democrat. I've been telling you that for years. And demonstrating that to you for years. She is being run by the we've never seen this before. She's being run by the Democrats in our primary as a Democrat. And that is a liberal Republican. They are openly backing her. She's not hiding it. Excuse me. She's not hiding it. She's asked about it over the weekend again. She says she'll take support anywhere she can find it. And then on Friday, in the ultimate final insult, they trot out no less than liberal Democrat Governor California Gavin Newsom. I can't play this audio enough this morning. Um, And I want to play it because when it seems like, oh, come on, Tara, you might be, you know, playing it up a little. You might be exaggerating. Come on, she's not a Democrat. Oh, yeah. She's a surrogate for the Democrat Party, says Gavin Newsom. I
1: know you want Joe Biden to win. Do you think that Haley or Trump would be easier to beat for him? First of all, I think she's one of our better surrogates, so I hope she stays in. All the nasty stuff she says about Trump. Ah, She's spot on, uh, 99 percent of it. So I'm enjoying I'm enjoying this primary and I hope it continues. So I wish her luck.
0: I bet you do. When did he say that Friday? Why did he say that? This is giving the Democrats permission to go vote for Nikki Haley because they need to be given permission by their leaders to do anything they don't think for themselves. So she, he, you, they got their sheeple and they got to be told what to do or they will not know. Right. They think they're smart. If, if we do what they tell us to do, that makes us smart. And they like to feel smart so go do what they're told without really thinking about it because they're not that smart. So they go. They know Nikki Haley has said some stuff that offended Democrats about. The Civil War, it's not easy to vote for somebody who's been a part of the Trump administration. This is him saying, she's our, he's bottom lining it for them. She's our surrogate. It's okay to vote for her. Go vote for her. This is a voter turnout operation. And you chop blocked her. You stopped her at the polls. What did I keep saying we needed to do when we did it? 43%. She got 43% in New Hampshire in the primary, right? I said, that's got to be the high water mark for her. She cannot be allowed to go over 43. Even if it's 44, 45, they were going to run with that this morning. She's gaining momentum. She's gaining traction, blah, blah, blah. When you come in below 40, in your home state, you do worse than New Hampshire. Why? It's because the voters are caught up to you. They've caught up to you. They've got your number. They know exactly who you are. Meantime, um, NBC had the poll in November. She had 43% favorable with Republican voters. It's down to 34 now. She had 43% favorable, 17% unfavorable in November. Those are pretty good numbers, right? Uh, More than double the favorables over the unfavorable. That's a good place to be, 43 versus 17. Today, she's at 34% favorable with Republicans and 36% unfavorable. That's a bad place to be because people got her number. And stopping her in this state, keeping her below 40% was devastating. It's why she she lost the Coke money. It's why she lost Americans for Prosperity. So one of the wheels just flew off the Haley car. She got three others from the, they're from the Democrats. They're still funding her. But we needed to teach them a lesson. You can't just come into our primary and run a Democrat. We're not we're not gonna fall for that. We're not buying it. No. And the beauty of it is you made them waste your money. Do you know she spent Trump you made them waste their money? You know she spent outspent Trump ten to one in this state to get a worse result than New Hampshire? In our own state. It was glorious. And you know why it was? We outvoted the coast. We outvoted Columbia. We did because 70% went for Trump in Spartanburg. You get 67% in Anderson. Uh, 57% in Greenville. That Those are the kind of numbers it took to blunt all of those folks down there on the coast. are nice people, but they don't have really good talk radios. They have no idea what's actually going on in, in, in the country. They don't even know who Nikki Haley actually is. And we were able to blunt them and keep her below 40. So that was a win. We did that. Speaking of a win, if you want to win or just really merely survive, quite frankly, um, you need to move to Florida or Texas or South Carolina, North Carolina, some other free state. And Sylvester Stallone did in a classic way. Videoed himself dropping the bomb on his daughters that home will not be. California anymore he's leaving the state of california um and it was part of uh, it was on the season two premiere of the reality show the family stallone after long hard consideration he tells his daughters your mom and i have decided time to move on leave the state of california permanently we're going to florida he tells his daughter we're going to sell this house we already have a place in florida it's a done deal what well, casey DeSantis expertly trolled the left over this i love this, this is ron DeSantis's wife? He's of course the governor of Florida. She tweets to Sly Stallone, "Welcome to the free state of Florida." In addition to respecting and protecting your God-given constitutional right to be free, you can also buy toothpaste without having an armed guard in CVS to unlock it for you. So there is that to just be able, being able to, you know, get out of your car and go buy normal consumer products without being hit over the head in the parking lot. Uh, you know, by an illegal on his 15th arrest, who is part of MS-13 or de Agua and came right out of the Venezuelan well prison. You could just go right in, get your toothpaste, you don't end up bleeding, you come out, you don't need anyone to unlock it for you, and you just feel free. You breathe the free air. So, um, this, is, uh, this is good. Following, by the way, in Scott Baio's footsteps. He said, I loved it, he said he felt like he had returned to America, and he did in a way. Should, this is cultural normalcy that you could get in Florida. This isn't radical stuff. It's just, you know, the way it was in the 1980s, 1990s. It was normal American stuff. So good for Sly Stallone. I'm sure he'll be much happier, and life will be much easier. Plus, you know, you're walking down the street, and you don't have to worry about stepping in poo. You don't need a poo map. You know, stuff like that. Text rates, can we see how many Republicans voted for Haley? Lee and I were talking about this earlier. I wish we could. Um, But there's not a real good way to figure out who was a real Republican voter and who was a fake Republican voter, i.e. a Democrat. But there were a lot of them out. I feel that in my gut. I don't know it, but I feel that in my gut. There were a lot of them out, and we blunted them. We said, no, 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 no. We're not giving Nikki Haley momentum. Because remember what I said. This wasn't about beating Trump. They knew they weren't going to beat Trump. Gavin Newsom said that in that interview I just played for you. No, this was about... Let me ask you this. Who is the head of the Republican Party? Top of your head. Who is it? Donald Trump. Is he elected right now? No. She elected? No. When they put him in prison, they believe they will, on felony charges, the first trial starts on March 25th in New York. They wanted to, so this is what the Democrats are doing, they want to select the head of the party, the de facto head of the party. They needed to keep her in the 40s. They really needed to get her to 44% in South Carolina so they could say, see, she's the heir apparent. She's the only one who's gotten this high, this close to Trump. She is the leader of the party. And then you were never going to see the end of her face. It was going to be everywhere. Every time they want amnesty, they want to open the borders. They want a terrible immigration deal that increases illegal immigration as the one in the Senate did. They trot Nikki out and she speaks for the party. It would have been devastating. But you said no. You said no. So, we the coke funding is gone. They say they're gonna come they're gonna focus on congressional and senate races. Good. So now the only people funding her are the Democrats. Let's make them sick of her too. Well, the Democrats threaten the Supreme Court, and we're just now catching it. The lawyer arguing before the Supreme Court. For the state of Colorado, we were talking about this a bit earlier, said, look, if the Supreme Court doesn't rule definitively, you know, hey, no, Trump can stay on the ballot no matter what liberal Democrats in Colorado say, then if he wins, and we get the House, which they stand a very good chance of doing in this election, um, they're not going fir- to confirm him as president. They're not going to confirm the vote. Wow, that sounds like an insurrection to me. And folks, the, the thing with this is, the, the way that this election looks right now is going to be the way that every election work, works going forward um, if they are allowed to get away with it. And Charlie Hurt brilliantly explained this end of last week. I didn't play this enough. This was on Fox News. Everything that you're seeing them do, break him financially using fake lawfare, Um, fake felonies, uh, prosecuting him for crimes which the statute of limitation has expired. I mean, crazy stuff they would have never tried before. You're going to see that done to every major Republican who stands in their way as a punishment for daring to challenge them. Take a listen. Charlie Hurt nails it on Fox News on Friday.
2: These people are not going to stop until they completely destroy the country, destroy our, uh, the, the, the way we do elections, the fact they're trying to put him in jail, they're trying to bankrupt him, they're trying to take everything away from him and his family in order to punish him for being a political enemy. If, if, if Democrats win and are allowed to run this election this way, and I think Kellyanne would agree with this, they will never run another election for the rest of time never. any other way. This is how they will run all never. elections forever.
0: Yep. Absolutely. That's how they will always run elections. It's never going to change. And one of the things I thought was most interesting last week is there seems to be ever-so-slightest acknowledgement of this from Jeb Bush, who actually, wrote, of all people, Trump's arch-nemesis, right, actually wrote a an appalled editorial in the Wall Street Journal go, hey, going, hey, right now they're trying to strip the wealth of Elon Musk and Donald Trump through lawfare, using laws in ways we've never seen before. And He was talking about the ruling that Trump somehow committed fraud with this just bizarre real estate practice idea, which is totally new. And Jeb Bush is like, whoa, this is we're going to destroy business in America. People aren't going to invest here in this country. Foreigners aren't going to invest this. But yeah, I know they're not. They're not. This is new. Uh, And Jeb, it's never going to stop. But at the same time, I don't know if you watch a lot. I have I have a TV in here, so I keep Fox News on. Because uh, I like to know what are they spending, what are they promoting, what are they not promoting. I just like to know what they're saying. And Fox News, if you watch it, one of the things that's been astonishing is that is Trump has been stripped of his wealth as he's been found guilty of fraud ridiculously. Now we're going to the felony trial. There's no, I mean, almost no pushback from Republicans. It's astonishing. You think? Do you think if we did this to the Democrats, they would have held a press conference by now? Like maybe a press conference with all their leadership standing there at the podium? Press conference. Give us a dang press conference. Nope. You see a press conference? I didn't see a press conference. I did see some strongly worded tweets from Speaker Johnson. I've seen absolutely nothing from Mitch McConnell or the leadership in the Republican side. In the Senate, they have said not one word. Almost no one who's been elected high office from Republican has said a thing about this. Ted Cruz has. There's been a couple of Congress members. Good for them. They've done interviews, but that's it. It's almost stone cold silence. And you know why? They're afraid. They are afraid if they speak up, they'll be next. There is a climate of fear here. And Charlie Heard is right. Every election will be like this going forward. Whoever the front runner is will just be tried at a felony level and bankrupt it.